But my track record on track record on city council, I've worked with um, you know NDP and UCP uh, now, who's our, the provincial government on many initiatives, and worked with the federal government to make sure that we can collaborate, we can work together for the best interests of Calgary Skyview Northeast Calgary residents, and I'm going to continue to do that. Welcome to the ballot box, featuring George Chahal. Welcome back to the Cross Border Interview Podcast. My name is Christopher Brown. We are entering the ballot box, a semi-regular new segment on the show where we are going to be sitting down with candidates from across Canada and talking one thing, federal election 44, the 44th general election. And today we have liberal candidate for Calgary Skyview, George Chahal. George, thank you so much for doing this. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Christopher. George, uh, I'm going to start off the same way I started off all my interviews. Where's your sense of duty to serve come from? You know, for me, um, being born and raised here in Calgary, uh, my, I was you know, very close to the work my father was doing. And when my father first arrived here in Canada from the United Kingdom, he came from doing a lot of uh, volunteering in the UK, whether it be in um, the labor movement in the UK and getting involved politically as well. But when he came here, he wanted to make sure that he participated in our Canadian democracy. And so he got involved uh, in the community uh, with the Sikh temple, but also got involved politically as well, supporting many um, local Calgary politicians at that time, a good friend of his, Gordon Shrake, former uh, alderman, councillor, uh, and MLA. Um, and also uh, he got involved in the Liberal Party um, as well. And he ran twice in the 1970s for a good friend of his, Nick Taylor, was the leader of the Alberta Provincial Liberal Party, uh, and he ran twice uh, for the Alberta Liberal Party and then stayed involved um, in supporting candidates uh, throughout the years uh, and, and federally uh, supporting um, the leadership of uh, Prime Minister Kretchen and also uh, the party. So for me, I was always around politics, uh, dropping flyers since being five years old, putting up lawn signs, um, canvassing, you know, as a part of uh, who I am. And so for me to be growing up in that environment and learning the importance of uh, being involved and giving your time and energy and supporting good people. And that's how I got started. And for me, I ran for city council. It's my fourth year at finishing up my city council career and embarking on a, on a new mission and plan to represent Calgary federally. Um, Calgary Skyview is the riding that I'll be running in for the Liberal Party of Canada and making sure that we do have representation in Ottawa in government as well. So I, I want to talk about that decision because you and I had talked over the summer when you were still running for Ward 5. And then I think you took a lot of people by surprise by announcing that you were leaving municipal politics and throwing your hat in the ring federally. How, how hard of a decision was it? Because you had been canvassing, knocking on doors for Ward 5, and then you took sort of Calgary politics by surprise when you announced, nope, we're running for Liberals now. Well, you know, I've, uh, it's an honor and privilege to represent the communities you've been born and raised in um, at City Council. And to make sure the voice of Northeast Calgarians is brought forward and heard at City Council. Um, you know, I've had a I've learned so much and met so many amazing people through the last four years uh, at city council. What I really realized as we were starting the campaign season, 
um, and we are opening up here that we need representation um, at the federal level. We need strong partners to help our city uh, during these challenging times. We've gone through the last year with COVID, um, but with our local economy, uh, we've always been um, talking about how we don't have good representation. We need representatives who are going to work for the city of Calgary and Calgarians at, in government. So for me, uh, I looked at the work I was able to accomplish as a city councillor, um, and I realized that we needed to make sure that we sent uh, an elected from Calgary that was a part of the governing party, and that's the, the Liberal Party. But moving forward, um, who's going to advocate and fight for the interests of Calgary and Northeast Calgary specifically. So for me, I want to focus on being able to uh, continue to advocate for our Northeast Calgary communities. We're the most diverse uh, part of the city. Um, we have uh, the people come from two thirds of our my ward um, come from somewhere else in the world. Um, with our economy, we have a tremendous opportunity to leverage the strengths and talents of our residents um, and their experiences internationally and locally but also the diversity of the economy we have up here in Northeast Calgary and the growing entrepreneurship, um, the distribution logistics industry. There's so much going on here that I think Calgary can be um, by leveraging these, the, the tremendous strengths of its, our people and the opportunities that lie ahead. So for me, the decision was tough. It was really tough because I was you know, really looking at being a, a city councilor for maybe two terms. Um, but I also realized that we have a lot more work to do and we do need good partners as we move forward and transition our economy, that we need a federal government that understands the voices of Western Canadians and Albertans and Northeast Calgarians. Now, before I move on to the next topic, I do have to ask this question because I think the people who would be watching this or listening to this would want me to ask this question uh, Prime Minister Trudeau was in Calgary a few days before that announcement that you made that you would be jumping into federal politics. Uh, was there any a talk with him to say, hey, I, I'm thinking about running or was this decision solely based on your desires and your uh, opinions on what was happening here in Calgary? Because some people might say Trudeau offered you a cabinet position if you won to run because you are a high profile candidate in a riding that is considered a swing seat in Calgary. Yeah. And you know what? I've um, had decided prior to the prime minister uh, coming to Calgary that I you know, wanted to look at this opportunity as we move forward. The timing of uh, we did have a lot of work at city council that was still being done. I did not want the work I'm doing at city council to be overshadowed by the politics that of a uh, provincial or federal politics that a uh, federal election that could be coming forward. So I really wanted to make sure that we cleared um, some important dates in our city council calendar. And um, that last council meeting at the end of June was a really important one for me as we transition into the, the summer months. Um, but seeing the prime minister here, they come here uh, really showed me that the prime minister and the government's commitment to Calgary, it showed me that they have a, they want to see Calgary prosper and grow. And I had the opportunity in 2018 and my first year at city council to work closely with minister Sohi from Edmonton, who was a great partner for Alberta and our city um, from Edmonton. And we got airport trail, not just approved and announced in 2018, we got shovels in the ground very quickly. We've got it built. 
And, you know, I'm proud to announce during my term as a city councilor that we got that announcement, we got shovels in the ground, and now we've got it built and we'll be opening that last portion of Airport Trail by the end of September of this year. And seeing Prime Minister Trudeau come once again to Calgary, um, and it was nice to meet him again, and it's been a number of years since I've been able to meet him, um, since the last announcement we did, but to see his commitment to our city um, and the infrastructure investments and the future of our economy, but also reaffirming his support um, for the Green Line and making sure that federal funding there is there for the Green Line, but also committing to support public transit in our city moving forward. We have an ambitious transit plan for the city of Calgary, um, you know, expanding the Green Line north, um, but also expanding the Blue Line um, that's right in my ward in Northeast Calgary and the importance of public transit to the residents of Northeast Calgarians. And so this was really important for me to see the Prime Minister come here and to support and to continue to support the growth and development of uh, our city. Now, uh, we're going to talk about policy here for a second, but before we do, I have one question, and I want it in your own words. We can all look up what it means uh, on Wikipedia or on the websites, but in your own words, what does the Liberal Party of Canada mean? Well, the Liberal Party of Canada, for me, uh, it's a party that represents my values. Um, it's inclusive, it's diverse, and we are moving ahead and you know, working with Canadians and newcomers from all over the world to be a part of um, our local economy, but being a part of being a Canadian to celebrate our differences um, while working together to continue to build uh, a strong country for all. I think the Liberal Party's commitment to supporting Canadians, as we've seen during the pandemic, the tremendous support that we're not going to leave any Canadian behind, that we're going to build this nation together and with the support of helping and supporting each other. And I'm just, um, you know, the tremendous support that the government's provided uh, during the pandemic with CERB and small business supports, but also making us the number one leader in vaccines. Canadians want to know that government is there when you need them, um, that the government does have your back and is going to step in to support you when you need the government to do so. Uh, I am from the Northeast as well. I, I'm talking to literally the candidate who's running in the uh, riding that I currently reside in, Calgary Skyview. Um, I want to talk about COVID-19 because uh, it, it, the Northeast uh, quadrant of the city has been the hardest hit. It has been the hardest hit, but people are still going to work because they have to. And there's a lot of people who uh, work in essential workplaces as you're door knocking as you're talking to residents of uh, the northeast of calgary skyview what are they telling you about the serb the uh, canadian wage benefit the uh, cre cerb how are they uh thanking sort of the government and sort of talking to you about what the government has done to help them through this pandemic well, I think um, everybody I've met is really appreciative of the government to come in and offer support. Uh, many have said that I didn't need it, um, but my friends or family members did. Um, that my job wasn't impacted, but my friends who run a business or my spouse um, were impacted. So they realize the importance of supporting, having a government that supports them, that supports all Canadians um, when times are tough is extremely important. 
And I think um, it's uh, the, the government's done a great job with all those programs, but making sure that we're not just getting vaccinated, that we're a leader in getting vaccinations globally. And uh, I think we've shown that our strategy of having a diversified approach and, and, and procuring the vaccines worked. Um, we didn't rely on one company um, to provide all the vaccines and the learnings that working with other countries and looking at the science and the data to make good decisions um, was the right way to go. So I'm really grateful for the government support. Um, I think residents of Calgary Skyview are also grateful that the government was there to support them. And now they want to make sure that we are moving forward and thinking about the future. How are we going to continue to support with strong public health policy across Canada? And what can we do better? And what, how can we learn from what's happened over the last year? Well, what can we do to support Canadians and the economy and making sure that Canadian families and working Canadians are also supported um, as we transition into the future of our economy? I want to talk about that recovery process because the next few years is going to be tough on Canada because uh, as we have seen, uh, COVID-19 has changed the name of the game when it comes to how we have to spend money to potentially help people. Uh, as you're potentially the next MP for Calgary Skyview, how do you envision ensuring everyone gets a fair shot at getting ahead because we are struggling right now with the collapse in the oil industry. We are struggling with COVID-19 here in Calgary. So how do you envision working with everyone to move the country ahead, but also ensure that nobody gets left behind in Calgary Skyview? Well, I think we're at an important time in our history as a city and a country. Um, we have a tremendous opportunity to transition our economy um, from not from an oil and gas economy, but from a, to an all things energy economy. And that's the energy looking at other sources of energy to help lead the clean energy opportunities are available and making Calgary and Alberta the center of clean energy and sustainability. I think that's what our focus needs to be and should be. Um, but we've done a lot here in the United City as being a member of city council, working with the mayor. We went on a, a trade mission to India right before the pandemic. We're bringing in um, technology jobs from Indian companies from the work we were able to do a number of years ago using our university here to partnering up with Indian companies such as Emphasis. Um, we have Emphasis also here who's setting up headquarters in Calgary. So these are the opportunities of the future of economy. But why is this happening? Because we have a diverse workforce because we are a safe city um, and many of those international companies are looking at the diversity of our residents uh, just seeing that in a tremendous workforce and being able to come here and provide opportunities and good paying jobs for Calgarians. So this is, you know, it's an important transition time for our city, but we do need uh, support and make sure from the federal government um, as well to make sure it supports us during the energy transition by supporting um, transition and education uh, plans for workers on as the industries are changing, that we're helping them get reskilled and, and have the skills of the future. That's an important role that government can play. And but then it's working across all orders of government. You know, I've seen firsthand that city council having good partners in the federal government and for me i had to do it through minister sohi or uh, others um, it's extremely important we need uh, elected officials to work together across party lines uh, with the provincial and federal counterparts to get results for our city and our communities and i'm hoping to do that federally 
Um, I have a track record on city council on finding a way forward and working together to get good results. Um, and we've seen a massive investment in recreation in Northeast Calgary, 57 million of new dollars to build new rec facilities right here in Northeast Calgary. And that's all about putting a plan, working together, and then um, and getting it done. One of the, I, I just want to piggyback on that uh, energy statement that you just um, said. I'm going to play devil's advocate for here for a second because uh, you are now in party politics and municipal politics does not have parties. So you're in party politics zone now. Um, the conservatives will come to you and say the liberals have been uh, anti-energy, anti-pipeline. They do not want to help Calgarians. They do not want to help Albertans. What do you say to people at the door when they say, I can't vote for the liberals because they want to keep our oil in the ground and they do not want to get our energy to market? Well, the Liberal Party and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau bought up pipeline and is building a pipeline to support uh, Albertans, to support Calgarians and those jobs that are really important with the energy sector here. So we've invested directly in with money um, to make sure that the Alberta's oil and gas industry is supported as we transition to other opportunities in energy as well. Uh, we're not just going to be a global leader, leader in energy as we've been. Uh, we need to be an energy, a leader in sustainability and the transition to all things energy. We need to show Alberta is the leader of the energy capital of the world when it comes to all things energy. And I think that's what we have a great opportunity to do. The Liberal government has supported by buying the pipeline, but also by supporting Alberta workers in providing opportunities for uh, retraining and education as we transition for those new opportunities moving forward. Um, I don't recall the previous government buying any pipelines or investing like the Liberal Party has in Alberta by buying a pipeline and investing in Alberta workers. Now, I, I'm going to be on the flip side here because the NDP and the Greens will come to you and say, how can you consider yourself an environmentalist while buying a pipeline? So how do you balance that? Because you are sort of in a weird predicament of, OK, yes, we support the energy industry, but we have to balance that with the environment. Well, I think it's important. I mean, we need to balance the uh, make sure we are protecting the environment as we grow and build our economy. We know to um, to be successful and have a successful economy, we have to uh, take the impacts on our climate seriously. And the Liberal Party of Canada has. I mean, Mark Carney, um, you know, who's uh, uh, leading an important uh, work on, I would say, the energy transition and climate and sustainability. Um, it is, you know, showing there is a tremendous amount of opportunity as we move forward to do it together, to build a strong economy while protecting the environment. We also know that international money will not invest in jurisdictions globally unless we have a plan to protect the environment. And the Liberal Party has shown their strong commitment to protecting the environment, um, to transitioning and supporting uh, Canadian workers, but also supporting um, investing in the new opportunities in an economy that supports the uh, that tra is transitioning um, from older industries to new industries, but also supporting the climate and taking climate change and the actions to protect our climate seriously. 
I, I want to turn to Calgary Skyview for a second because uh, uh, you will, if elected, represent a very diverse community uh, with very opposing uh, views with uh, con- uh, lots of conservatives, NDP, Greens, People's Party of Canada, and Liberals. How do you envision working with people in the riding who don't vote for you? How do you envision being that voice of everyone? Because I think a lot of people are looking for that today in today's society of we're done with the petty politics. We want someone who's going to represent all of us. So how do you envision doing that yourself? Well, I've been doing that in the last four years of city council. I've worked across party lines. We had a provincial NDP government. I've worked with the MLAs and the ministers who are representing um, the areas uh, quite closely and well. You know, me and MLA Sabir, who is a former minister, worked closely together to get the first turf field built in Northeast Calgary. Um, and he was my MLA and I brought this idea to him and we found a way to make it happen. So for me, it's, it's, you know, it's about working together. It's about having strong partners at the provincial level and federal level and getting things done. We need MPs and MLAs to be supporting local issues in our communities. I can tell you as a city councillor that we've been trying to get the Green Line built. We've had tremendous support from the federal government on bringing this forward. And um, it's unfortunate that our local MPs in opposition would not come out vocally to support the Green Line. They would not put pressure on their provincial counterparts to say the Green Line is important, public transit is important, and rather than focus on playing politics. So I've seen that firsthand. But my track record on, track record on city council, I've worked with um, you know, NDP and UCP, uh, now who's our, the provincial government on many initiatives, and work with the federal government to make sure that we can collaborate, we can work together for the best interests of Calgary, Skyview, Northeast Calgary residents. And I'm going to continue to do that. There is a partisanship that comes in, but I'm going to make sure that we send a strong voice to Ottawa that represents Northeast Calgary, that we have a voice in government and around that table when those important decisions are being made. And I'm, I'm here to work on behalf of Northeast Calgary residents to bring those views forward, uh, to make sure that I'm listening and learning, but they have my commitment that I'm going to work with my counterparts at the the municipal and provincial level to make sure that that we're able to move ahead and Northeast Calgary can um, prosper and, and our city and country can prosper as we move forward. Uh, It's been uh, almost two and a half years since uh, the last election, or literally two years since the last election. Uh, The Conservative Party won Calgary Skyview after the Liberals won it in 2015. You were looking to potentially bring it back into the Liberal fold. How has the last two years been for Calgary Skyview when you're talking to people? Are they saying, like you just said, my local issues aren't being addressed uh, federally, and how... Will you change that? Because I think there's a narrative with federal politicians. They go off to Ottawa and they don't hear me hear, hear from them until the next election. How will you change that narrative? But how will you address the local issues that you've just said haven't been addressed under the opposition MPs? Well, I'm a born and raised Calgarian from Northeast Calgary. Calgary Skyview uh, has been uh, where I've worked and been my home for majority of my life. Um, and I'm going to continue to do what I've done at city council. I've been very on the front lines on any issue, whether it be vaccines and having a, a vaccination town hall or advocating for supports of the hailstorm. Um, I haven't been afraid to stand up and voice my concerns. I've uh, taken strong stances on uh, many issues 
Uh, we, you know, we've led this um, reform in our city and, and taken, been a national leader on reforming um, at the Calgary Police Service, being a member of the Police Commission and the former chair of the Community-Based Public Safety Task Force, on dealing with racism and taking strong action against uh, racism in our city. So we are a safe and inclusive city for all. And I'm going to continue to do that. Um, my job is to represent the people, to listen, to learn, to advocate on their behalf. What you will see from me is that I will have to go to Ottawa and come back and I'll have to balance that. But any opportunity that I can be present in the community, just like I have at City Council, whether it be with my weekly or biweekly chai with Chahal, I call my uh, my public office where I'm at the Genesis Center meeting residents and people. I've done that consistently since being elected at city council, having town halls, having opportunities to engage and go to schools and work with kids and in, with seniors. I'm, I'm going to continue to do that. And um, I look forward to as a retail politician that I've, that's the way I've conducted myself over the last four years. And I plan to continue to do it the exact same way. So you, you keep on mentioning uh, talking to residents. What are they telling you? What uh, We talked about that uh, uh, COVID-19 probably the biggest issue that people are talking about right now. But what are the local issues that you, you, you say have been missed over the last two years because the Conservative MP is in, the, in that position? What are the issues that are facing the people of Calgary Skyview outside of COVID-19? Well, I think uh, everybody's focused about the future and they want to make sure that they have a voice in government that's advocating for investment in public transit um, and child care, supporting um, child care, which is extremely important for uh, families and the workforce to make sure that, um, you know, members in our, that can get to work and know that they're, they're, it's affordable for their kids to be taken care of while they go to work and be a, you know, participate in our economy. And I think we have, they want to know that government is there to support them during the difficult times, but also as a plan, as we move forward to improve the economy and to improve um, that, to make sure that all Canadians have an opportunity to be successful as we move forward. Um, and, I, and the residents are telling me they want a voice at the table. They don't, we don't want to be on the outside looking in on the decisions. We want to make sure that we have, uh, a representative from Calgary in Ottawa that is in government that is a part of that decision-making process. Um, and I think the biggest challenge we've had as Western Canadians and as Albertans is not having any representatives in government. Um, and I think that's what we are going to change. I'm, I'm looking forward to be that change, to be that person, to represent you know, Western Canadian bringing forward Western Canadian ideas, the ideas of Calgary Skyview and, and Calgarians forward to the forefront to make sure that we are advocating for, um, you know, all those issues that are very important for us, such as better public transit and access to uh, opportunities as we move forward. Uh, you talked you talked about ten dollar a day daycare because this has been a big uh, platform issue for the liberals that they've been rolling out. BC has signed on, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Yukon, Alberta is in negotiations with uh, the federal government to bring a similar program back to Alberta. What would that mean for families across uh, Calgary Skyview to have access to that ten dollar a day uh, daycare that you talk about? I mean, I think it's it's huge. I mean, if we can come to an if the provincial government can come to an agreement, um, that would be great. But this is a, such a tremendous 
plan to support Canadian families and providing opportunities for um, for daycare for Canadians. And I think Calgary Skyview residents are are excited to see that uh, this opportunity is available, and they want to make sure that this happens. I've, I've talked to so many families who the cost of daycare and childcare, um, you know, it, that's impacted their ability to get to, to go to work or spend time with their families and to be able to afford, uh, you know, good childcare. It's, it's been extremely tough. So we need to invest in Canadian families. Um, we have a very young population here in Calgary, Calgary Skyview, um, a lot of young families and growing families that are growing fast. Um, so support them is uh, what we have. Government is dragging their heels on um, getting this agreement done. But we'll make sure we continue to advocate for Canadian families as we uh, move forward and ensure that Calgarians and residents of Calgary Skyview also have an opportunity for a tech uh, $10. Uh, I, I do have one last question before we start wrapping up here, uh, Mr. Chahal. Um, George, sorry. Uh, earlier this week, the or early last week, the Prime Minister announced a Senate appointment. The province of Alberta is currently going through a Senate election, and I use quotes because it is not uh, constitutionally required, but they have put it forward to put forward a uh, Senate candidate for the upper chamber. Prime Minister Trudeau uh, announced that Banff Mayor Karen Sorensen will be one of the two vacant seats filled. Uh, the Premier Jason Kenney was not happy with this. Is this an issue that people are talking about at the doors? Is the Senate even on the radar of people to talk about, hey, this is an important issue for me? You know what? I've knocked on hundreds of doors We've over the last uh, days and few weeks, and nobody's mentioned uh, the Senate appointment of being a concern. hasn't even brought up. So it's the first uh, that's been mentioned, actually, and then I've had the opportunity to talk to anybody about it from Calgary Skyview. Uh, I think um, the residents of Calgary Skyview are focused on what is the government going to do for me to help um, help us get out of the pandemic and transition our economy moving forward? And how do I get back on making sure that I can provide for my family and have a good paying job? And my kids have uh, the opportunity to get to school and in order to work and home in a safe and effective manner. So I think this is um, these are the real concerns of Calgary Skyview residents. They want to see investment dollars and infrastructure dollars come back and want to make sure that the government there should support them if we need to. But they also want to make sure that we end as bickering and fighting, um, that we work together for a better future and more opportunities. And that's what I'm committed to do. Uh, just for everyone who's tuned in and to my listeners, we're sitting down with liberal candidate for Calgary Sky View and current incumbent Ward 5 councillor for the city of Calgary, uh, George Shahal. Uh, my last set of questions is uh, this is going to be sort of a loaded question because uh, it is something that I've been talking to people, maybe not be in Ward 10 or Ward 5, but in across the city. But the handguns, 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 it seems to be a big issue within uh, gangs and uh, the federal government under Justin Trudeau has announced a buyback program to buy back guns, assault rifles. Um, are you hearing about the safety and security of people's homes while you're door knocking? And how do how does the federal government need to address the safety of all residents? 
So I've raised this concern since being elected as city councillor. I brought forward a, a notice of motion and I was the chair for the last few years for uh, the community-based public safety task force to deal with the issue of guns and gangs in our community and, and that we need to take action. Um, and so we led that work and we've uh, issued a report uh, that was recently completed. Um, and it was an honor and privilege for me to to work on that um, as a city councillor. It represents that Ward 5 and Ward um, until the next election. And I think we had a lot of great learnings and we've shown and, you know, working with the Calgary Police Service and the reforms they're doing internally on um, anti-racism initiatives, but making sure that the crime prevention programs we have are um, also that we've re-looked at them and they, they do provide those opportunities for our diverse population um, and that they're culturally aware that they're built uh, for community and by community and under, and also reflect the changing demographics of our city. And so we've done a lot of work there and we have a lot more work to do. I think the government's uh, really focused on making sure that we eliminate those um, weapons that are creating harm that end up on the streets and we have a plan to do so. So it's whether it's by, uh, you know, banning many of those, uh, those guns that, uh, that you know, are available, uh, being, you know, have stricter um, regulations and rules around handguns and, um, and, and really going after those smugglers and folks who are bringing them in, but that we're also storing and making sure that those guns are stored safely when they are um, here as well. And so there's a number of things we got to do to work together. It's a multifaceted approach, and, but it really is, needs to be looking at what can we do and how can we work with the police service um, to make sure that um, the the rules we have in place are being enforced properly, but then investing in people and in communities through crime prevention programs and, you know, better, more rec centers and more opportunities for kids to be, uh, to do more activities at school and after school. So they're not getting involved uh, in, you know, um, some of those negative things that come in our communities. So there's a lot of work we got to do with government. This is where we do have to work together with local police services, community associations, and organizations with our, our municipal governments, but then also work with our federal and provincial counterparts that we are really moving forward on initiatives or, that are bringing um, better opportunities for our residents and, and to really make sure that we have a safe community for everybody to live in. Uh, I just, I'm cautious of time here. I have uh, just one last question before we do wrap up uh, for the people of Calgary Skyview who are watching this or potentially listen to this at a later date. Um, what would you say to them as why you should be the next MP for the, uh, for Calgary Skyview? You know, I'm born and raised here in uh, Northeast Calgary. I've lived here my whole life and it's provided me a tremendous opportunity from going to the schools and graduating from university and working at the local McDonald's. Uh, to being a small entrepreneur working right in our community and now the representative at city council my track record over the last four years um, i focused on what's important for northeast calgarians to making sure that our voices were heard at city council but that we got fairness equity and opportunity and investment back into our communities and that's the way i've um, worked as a city councillor and i continue to fight and advocate on behalf of um, you and your family in Calgary Skyview that we all have an opportunity to uh, have opportunities for our families and to prosper um, in the new economy as we move forward. So vote for me. Uh, let's bring a voice to the table in Ottawa that represents Northeast Calgary and Calgary.
with an election pending who knows when, but not it could be until 2023, but who knows when it's going to be. How can people get involved in the campaign? How can people reach out to you if they want to learn more? Uh, I'm already door knocking. I'm out there. Uh, you'll see me in your community and neighborhood. Um, georgeahall.ca is my website. Um, there's a way from there you can come volunteer and join my campaign. Um, there's many ways to do so. Um, make sure, and my, my social media is at Chahal George. That's my last name, first name, at Chahal George. So direct message us through my social media or go to georgeahall.ca and uh, connect with me there. Come join us. We're having actually our campaign kickoff on Sunday, August 8th at the Rio Banquet Hall outdoors, um, just off uh, McKnight Boulevard there, uh, Rio Banquet Hall, 5 p.m. August 8th on Sundays, our campaign kickoff. Uh, we'll be ready to fight in an election whenever an election is called, whether it be in the days and weeks or months ahead um, or next year. Uh, I'm committed to working with uh, our communities and meeting as many people as I can and bringing and learning and bringing more ideas forward that we make sure that we have strong representation in Ottawa as a part of the government. Uh, well, for my viewers and to my listeners, the links to George's social media accounts and his website will be in the show notes or are in the show notes if you're watching this live right now. Uh, George, I want to thank you so much for doing this. Greatly appreciate it. And to the viewers, please, please, please learn about the candidates because this is the future of uh, Canada that you're talking about. And you got to make sure that you're voting for the person that represents your values. George, thank you so much for doing this once again. Thank you, Christopher, for having me. And maybe I'll knock on your door in the upcoming days or weeks ahead. Look forward to working with you. And uh, I look forward to meeting as many of uh, the Calgary Skyview residents of Canada in the upcoming days and weeks ahead. Thank you. The Cross Border Interview Podcast was produced and edited by Miranda Brown Associates.